are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. I will never forget Jesus saved me is the title of this devotion. Again, I will never forget Jesus saved me. You see, there is an eternal remembrance to the Lamb of God that in heaven we know they are worshiping and singing around the throne 24-7, so to speak. They were singing and worshiping nonstop. Worthy is the Lamb. You see here in Revelations chapter 5, verse 8, Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp, and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nations and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. And I looked And I heard the voice of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom, strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such that are in the sea and all that are in them. I heard them saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. My goodness, what a phenomenal the revelation we get of the glory that awaits us, the inheritance of the saints in the light of which we now already share, Colossians 1.12, we already now share the glory that is there by the Holy Spirit here. And dear friends, there's an eternal remembrance that we're saved by grace through faith and that not of ourselves, it is a gift of God. Ephesians 2 says, Oh my goodness, what joy, everlasting joy crowns us in heaven, worshiping the Lamb, worshiping the Lamb from eternity to eternity, that we all know who we are, that we are what we are by His merciful grace alone. And the Apostle Paul, he says in 1 Timothy, look at this, in 1 Timothy, Okay, chapter 1, verse uh, 15, 16. Now this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. For I formerly, verse 13, was a blasphemer, a persecutor, an insolent man, violently arrogant is what that means. Violently arrogant. 
He says, but for this reason I obtained mercy, verse 16, that in me first Jesus might show all long sufferance as a pattern for those who are going to believe on him for everlasting life. The Apostle Paul carried within him in his earthly journey that he was not worthy, that he had been a terrible sinner. And I, I really want you to take a moment and just listen to this because you and I have this too. And perhaps we don't always understand why. Why can I sometimes, Pastor, still feel like, oh God, I've made such a mess of it so many times. I failed so painfully and so bitterly. Do I have to? all the days of my earthly journey carry this weight? No, you don't. No, you don't. And yes, you do. But I want you to see it in the way the Lord shows you. Paul here writes towards the end of his life to Timothy, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy. And he says, I was an insolent man, violently arrogant. I was a persecutor. I, I was the chief of all sinners. But Jesus has chosen me as an example of what he could do for the worst sinner who believes in him, that they too may have hope for eternal life through him. And he says, for example, here in Ephesians 3, verse 8, to me who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. To me, who am less than the least <clears throat> of the saints. And then he says here in verse 8 of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 9, excuse me. I am the least of the apostles. I am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain, but I've labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. So you can see, not just in one place, but that the Apostle Paul carried within him that he had been saved by grace. Does that mean that Paul was a man who still struggled with these failures, that that still wrestled with him, that that still had a claim on him and made him feel guilty and condemned. No, it doesn't. And this is what's so important for you and I to learn. Even though he knew he had been a sinner, he now knows was no more. But it was the grace of God that held the balance of a conscious washed in the blood and holy and right in God's sight and a memory. I was an insolent, a violently arrogant. I was a chief of sinners. You see that he had that there was a part of the humility, a part of the grace that comes to the humble. What I have I don't deserve. It's come through Jesus alone. It's not by any righteous deed I have done, but by His mercy I've been saved, he says in Titus 3. 
You see, he carried the balance by the grace of Jesus Christ of that so beautifully so that those who were still lost in their sin could look at him and find hope. Wow, if you can have this when you've been like me, I can have this and be like you. And that is where Jesus himself bears the scars in his hands and feet and sight, where he has the seven scars upon his body of the seven wounds that were inflicted upon him as a sign that he was a lamb even in heaven, where he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. We see him as a lamb that was slain and he bears by the grace of God the balance of him who suffered and yet he who reigns the one who was wounded, but the one who's our healing. And we, like him, are given the balance to bear this. Does that mean, Pastor, I continue my failures? No, my dear friends, not at all. No, 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 you will not continue your failures. And no, you will have no condemnation about it, no guilt about it, no shame about it. The opposite, the opposite. You have gratitude. You have, my goodness, Father, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art. I was lost, but I'm found. I was blind, but I see. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. No, my friends, the opposite. You bear this gratitude to the Lamb of God. You bear this praise to the Lamb of God and you are compelled by His love to live a life worthy of such grace, worthy of such love and never wanting to go back again to those ways that caused Him such suffering on Calvary's cross. What compels you not to want to sin again is not because it's not maybe out there tempting you, But no, in the temptation, the perfect strength of His love is so overwhelming in you that you go, never, 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 never for the love of Christ will I go back there. Never, no matter what it is, no. No one may have tasted sweet those stolen waters of adultery, but I will never go back there because He loved me while I was yet a sinner and gave His life for me. And I will not act like His cross was for nothing. I will not act like the sacrifice He's paid was for nothing. It was through the one sacrifice of Himself He subdued, overcame, and deprived sin of having any power over me. And I will not act like that was for nothing. I will not throw his grace back into his face by returning to the evil ways. I will not act like his grace is not sufficient. Do you see the opposite is true? Let me close here from 1 Thessalonians because you can see here clearly, and I'll read to you from the Living Bible, that the Apostle Paul was not struggling with his past failures anymore. No, the opposite. Look at it. We speak, verse 4 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, we speak as messengers from God trusted by Him to tell you the truth. We change His message not one bit to suit the taste of those who hear it. For we serve God alone who examines our hearts and deepest thoughts. Never once did we try to win you with flattery. As you very well know and you know 
And God knows we were not just pretending to be your friends so that you would give us money. As for praise, we have never asked for it from you or anyone else, although as apostles of Christ, we certainly had a, a right to some honor from you. But we were as gentle among you as a mother feeding and caring for her own children. We loved you dearly, so dearly that we gave you not only God's message, but our own lives too. Don't you remember, dear brothers, how hard we worked among you night and day? We toiled and sweated to earn enough to live on so that our expenses would not be a burden to anyone. As we preach God's good news among you, you yourselves are witnesses as God is, that we have been pure and honest and faultless towards every one of you. We talk to you as a father to his own children. Don't you remember pleading with you, encouraging you, and even demanding that you daily live? Your daily life should, be an, should not be an embarrassment to God, but to bring joy to him who invited you into his kingdom to share his glory. We will never stop thanking God for this, that when we preach to you, you didn't think our words, the words that we spoke as being just our own, but you accepted what we said as the word of God, which of course it was, and it changed your lives when you believed it, and on and on and on. In other words, he says, the way we were living among you was evident to you that our lives were transformed, that we were not like we used to be. Folks, yes, people may look at you and go, well, yeah, you, 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 and you go, well, I, I understand you say that because I have been that way, but I'm so grateful to Jesus. And yes, you can say that, but more than that, let people see it. People could see in Paul that he was a transformed man. People could see it in Paul that he was saved. They could see it. And Paul was the one who never let anybody forget that he, Jesus had saved him. And in all of eternity, there will never be a, a, a lack of remembrance that we were saved by the Lamb of God. Oh, what a wonderful thing when you carry that in you. And people can look at you and go, my goodness. You are such a transformed person. I remember you when you were young and wow, you were, you were a sinner. And I look at you now and I see the light and the love of God and I hear you speaking and I feel his presence. Wow, you say, that's Jesus. I will never forget Jesus saved me, that's Jesus. And that same Jesus who saved me is readily and equally available to you. Amen. Have a good day.